to Love is on the Air, where everything is censored except the swear word. Today, our guest is a beautiful 26-year-old marketing administrator who's one of my very best friends. So each episode, we start out by asking our guests to create their own bleep sensor. Go! Try again. How did I do it? kind of feels like you're about to spit. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> but that's a perfect sound. Okay. Okay. So, anytime a name, a real name is said, you will hear that amazing whip sound. All right. How are you today? I'm great. It's Friday. How yeah. are you? I'm great, too. It is not Friday for me, but... Oh, that's right. You know. And neither for Eric. Nope. Work all weekend. Yep, it's like a Monday for us. Ooh, tomorrow's my Christmas. Tomorrow is Cinco de Mayo. Tacos and tequila. Fiesta. Do you have any plans over there? Nope. No plans? 5.30 to 2. Yep, same. Calling it an early night. Mm. Did anything happen to you this week, Eric? This week? Yeah, anything. Anything good? Just anything at all? Anything, you know, worthy of sharing with our friends? Um, well, I did have a date last week, or I was supposed to. Oh, yeah. Okay. So tell us about this date. Well, we were supposed to meet up at 8 o'clock, and then at 7 o'clock, she canceled. Ugh. What is she, like, why? What's uh, she said she was stuck at work and wouldn't be back till, like, 10. So she set a time. She, yeah, she set the time of 8 o'clock. I mean, like, when she said she would be late, she said, I won't be done until 10, or did she say I won't be done until later? She said, like, 10, and she said she'd have to get a rain check. And I just said, okay, just let me know when you want to reschedule, and then haven't heard anything else, so. Cricket, cricket. <laughs> Yikes. I think you got ghosted. Probably. But I do have another date set up for a week from today. Ooh. Uh, another Bumble? No. Someone, a mutual friend. Nice. Who's... Tell me and we'll bleep it out. Okay. It was uh, our friend... <laughs> <laughs> oh, <really>? I should have <laughs> known. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that's exciting. Yep, that's it. It's exciting that you have a date, not exciting that you got ghosted. <laughs> An hour before you were supposed to be there. Yeah. Yikes. And that would have been so annoying, too, like, for a girl, because we would have been already getting ready. For sure. And Potentially like, ready. Yeah. And, like, almost ready to leave. Closet all over the floor. Yeah. yeah. Why do you guys do that? You never know. It's just hard sometimes. To pick what to wear. Like, yeah. That's just, I mean, if you don't want to wear it, just put it back. Well, that takes so much time. Yeah. <laughs> and well, what if you take- just the same amount of time to put it back later. The yeah. later you have time. Exactly. You're not on a clock. Hmm. We have a very strategic process of getting ready. I disagree with this. <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> okay, so let's do... Oh, I guess I'll tell you that nothing exciting happened to me this week. Oh, sorry, I forgot to ask. Oh, that's okay. I did <laughs> get upset at a driver, and I visibly showed her my upset face, and that made me feel pretty good. A driver? Yes. Oh, like a, you were driving? I was driving and she was... Not like your chauffeur? No. 
No, Charles is off this week. <laughs> um, I was turning left onto my street, and there was a car stopped at the stop sign, but I didn't see her until like I was turning. Like he, she had just gotten to the stop sign, and I was turning left. And you know how you kind of turn when no one's there, and you just go in the middle of the road. Well, I was starting to do that, and then I obviously saw her and corrected in a perfect amount of time. Like, I wasn't even close to almost hitting her. And she was like, I just she, made she it. Gave you a, she gave you a gesture that nobody <laughs> exactly. listening. A gesture that I cannot see. show you guys, but like a what the hell face. Yeah. And so I was on the phone with my mom. So it was already heated because we were talking about something else that happened to me. <laughs> So I was on the phone with my mom and I was like, I turned and looked at her and I went, what is, what? <laughs> and I just, like, my face was such a sour, like, fuck you face. Like, I'm not like, even close you to you. screwed up. I'm fine. Get over yeah, it. Yeah, like, just leave me alone. I'm not close to you. Go somewhere else. Like, What did she, she do? She just kept looking at me and I just kept looking at her and then I drove away. <laughs> it's just like, leave me alone. You know, it's when just, you're not even in the wrong and then someone thinks you are and you're so offended. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when driving. Yes. It's just very easy to get upset. I am a roasted chicken right now. <laughs> it's very hot in here. Just so everyone knows. I would give it a solid 76 degrees. Sorry, I don't have central heating and air, Jill. Fine, ours is broken right yeah, now. Anyway. Really? <laughs> oh. It wouldn't be much better at our house anyway. Mm. Okay, so if you were immortal, oops. <laughs> <laughs> if you were immortal, what age would you choose to stop aging at and why? Okay, 28 because you're still long, young enough to be cool. True. Like, you can still go out and party at 28. Oh, yeah. You can do things. But it's also acceptable to be a mom at 28 yes. and, like, to have your shit together. Yeah. So I feel like that's a great age because you can be a mom, but then still go out and have fun. I love that. I agree with that. Yep. What do you think? Um, I would probably go younger. Really? Yeah. Because I was definitely, like, in my athletic prime at, like, 22. <laughs> Don't care about More that. things important uh, to men. <laughs> and, um, I don't know. 22 is, like, way young enough to, like, not have responsibilities if you don't want to. True. You do hate working. I do. Okay, but you have to think about your parents are not immortal. True. Because I thought about that because I was going to go, like, 25 so I could stay on my parents' insurance. But eventually, yeah. they're going to be gone because they're not immortal. You are. Well, you're thinking way too deep into the question. <laughs> she is a critical thinker <laughs> and a practical what, logistic At what age do lady. you want to stop aging and watch all of your friends and family die around you? <laughs> well, the question didn't specify. <laughs> yes, this is my best friend. She's 97. I'm still 26. <laughs> I've buried all of my best friends. Uh, Everyone I've ever known or loved is dead, but at least I'm still 28. At least I can still go drinking. <laughs> uh, you guys are so funny. Well, what age like would you chill pick? Um, I think I like your age, like 28. 
I would say 29 because you're not 30. So there's not that like, oh, my God, I'm 30. But I cannot have that uneven number. I'm a, I'm weird about numbers. It would have to be 20. Gotcha. Or 27, but not 29. <laughs> but not I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But You're going to have like to handle it. The volume on the TV will be like either 15, 17, or 20. It cannot be anything else. Oh, it's I know, very weird. I know people that are like that. Yeah. So what are you going to do when you are 29? Probably hate everything. For a full year. Yeah. Hmm. I'll probably be lost that whole year. So you're not going to like 27 or 29? No, she likes 27. 27's fine. Why? For the volume. Because this is the reasoning. Because 27 is almost in the middle. So when you look at like a dial that's got like like a ruler, the 7 looks to me more in the middle than the 8 does. So I pick the 7. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense and it's it not makes, in the middle. It makes sense when I think about the like the lists that you make and the like the Google document you sent me like had to have the exact same bullet points and yes. all that kind of stuff. So you're very you need organization and um yeah, format. exact distances and format exactly. and stuff. And let me just tell you guys, he freaking messed all of my bullets up <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> and then I could not get them back. I could not reformat it correctly. I don't know what my deal was, but like he messed it up and then it was just over and I had to get rid of all of them because if you can't have, if, if they can't be the right way, what's the point of having them? My bad. Anyway. All right. Let's get into this. Tell everyone your current relationship status. Single. And ready to mingle. Sing, single and already mingling. Uh, single and mingling. Very nice. All right. So um, how long have you lived in Nashville? Almost four years. Tell yeah. everyone where you went to college. I went to Ohio State. We won't hold that against her, folks. Go Bucks. <laughs> and then you went to... Oh, tell Eric where you went first. No, I went to UK first. Go Cats. Then I went to Ohio State. Eric is a giant cat I know. Cat. I remember. We talked about it. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, March Madness. Cool. Okay. Um, okay, so another transplant, as yep. we all are. Yep. Um, so why don't you just give us, like, a little history of your dating life? I mean, obviously focus on, like, the most relevant... We don't care about your tiny little <laughs> high school boyfriend. All right. <laughs> Although my high school boyfriend is still relevant True. in my life right now. True. He's okay. still around. We're really good friends. Um, so we dated in senior year of high school. And then freshman year of college, I started dating a guy. And we dated for about five years. And we broke up almost four years ago. Wow. Five years yeah. is a long time. It's a long time. It's a no. long time during a very, like, pivotal time in life. Yeah. Like, from 18, 17, 18 to 22, 23. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what I was just going to say is when did you start? What age were you when you started? And that's, like, yep. such a weird time. Yeah. We did, like, a like a six-month thing where we were kind of dating but not seriously dating. Um 
And so we like officially started dating when I was 18. So were you both in high school or were you in college at this time when you started? I was in college. Uh, he lived near my college. Mm-hmm. Um, and he went to a technical college in the area, but eventually dropped out. Okay. Yes. Did that have anything to do with you breaking up? <laughs> Him dropping out of college. Yeah. I, no, I was pissed. Um, and basically, I mean, it was it was a big fight. Like, what the hell are you doing with your life? Yeah. I can't be with someone that's not going to school. Like, even right. if your school is not, like, my school, go to be a welder or electrician yeah. or technical school or whatever. Um, so it was a pretty big issue. Uh, but we worked through it. He eventually went back to after school. we broke up. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Figures. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Good for him. Whatever. So you dated for five years. Did you graduate before you broke up? Yes. So I graduated four years ago today. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, and we broke up four years ago Memorial Day weekend. So we lasted about, what, three more weeks after I graduated wow. from college. <laughs> I am so, graduated from the university, and I've graduated from you. <laughs> you I'm out. <laughs> Single. Peace. Okay, so tell us why you broke up and how that happened. All right, so this is a good story. Yeah. Um, so we were getting ready to move to Florida together because he had decided to go back to school in Florida. Um, it was only going to be an 11-month program though and he didn't see himself staying in Florida so basically uh I knew like deep down that moving to Florida wasn't what I wanted um and I had got like I said graduated college I was ready to start my career and my life not go hold somebody's hand for 11 months and Mm -hmm. then have to start my career in my life um so I eventually told him like hey I'm not going um and believe it or not, we actually didn't break up over that. Uh, he ended up just disenrolling from school, canceling our apartment, and like quitting oh my God. the whole thing. Dramatic. Solely because I wasn't going to hold his hand anymore. Um, and then I got the opportunity to move to Nashville uh, a couple weeks after that. And when I told him that, he basically said that. Uh, I was a liar. I'd been planning this for months. I was never going to Florida with him. Um, and all none of that is true. Uh, I'm the worst decision maker in the world. But for whatever reason, when I got the opportunity to move to Nashville, I decided within 24 hours that it's what I do. I was doing. I just felt right. And uh, so once he called me a liar after knowing me for however long, uh, that's when we broke up. What did you come down here for, the job? No, I just came down here because uh, I hate winter in the north. What was the opportunity? Uh, a girl that I knew was moving here and needed oh, a roommate. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't come down here with a job. Okay. Wow, okay. So did you guys kind of like mutually agree to break up or did you kind of be like... If you want me to be completely honest, I can't... I couldn't even tell you. Like I have that whole weekend... I blacked out. Yeah. 
I can't even tell you what the text messages like. We broke up over text. Oh God! Like because we were fighting so bad, we broke up over text, and we just stopped communicating. And I deleted the messages like pretty quickly after yeah. that. And I, I mean, it's been so long now. I, I don't remember. That's I can crazy. remember though where I was standing where? in my grandmother's house in my bedroom at the window, and my phone was plugged, like sitting on the window sill. It's so, that's, that's really crazy. weird. <laughs> like, you, it's so funny that your brain, like, seriously blocks. I can remember that, out. but I cannot remember the actual breakup. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I find a lot that my, I blocked out so much for my last relationship. And, like, now that it's over and I feel, like, fine and I feel some clarity, they, like, flashbacks come back. And I'm like, oh my God, I cannot believe that I just remembered that this happened. I'm fully waiting for like a vivid memory yeah. of the messages to like Dude, resurface. It's probably coming. I hope not. We're way we're <laughs> yeah. so we're so past it. I don't care. <laughs> oh my gosh. Breaking up over text is the worst. Yeah. Well we did long distance for like our last two or three years. So it was it, So where how far was it? Where were you guys? Four and four hours. So he stayed in Lexington um, and I moved back to Columbus to go to Ohio State. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, so you broke up. Mm-hmm. Was it was it like, okay, I'm done, we're not talking ever again, bye? Or was it like, oh. yeah, I'll so just we... send them this text really quick <laughs> and it won't mean anything. So it was, it was a really nice time to break up because it was summer and everybody knows that summer is the best time to be single. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, no, so when we broke up, we didn't speak... Um, other than, you know, I want my things back. Mm -hmm. Um, but that was actually really funny. Our parents did the exchange of things. (laughs) Um, it just, it just worked out that way. So like a little bit of background is like our families knew each other. Um, and so my mom met his mom on my way down to Nashville. I was already in Nashville. My mom was following the next day to move me. And so she met up with his mom and did the exchange of items a couple months after we I'll broke tell you, up. What would you do without mom? <laughs> right? I would. No. Yeah. She she took a bullet that day. Basically, Aww. at least she didn't have to see him. She just That's had to sweet. see the mom. Yeah. So there is fine. nothing worse than a mom fury. Oh yeah. And Lucky neither for him, she didn't have to see him. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like family wise, like it was super amicable. Like. Because no one was really at fault. Yeah. Like, no one cheated. No one, okay. like, did anything like that. So it was super, like, just a bummer. So no one, like, they weren't mad at each other. Like, your daughter, your son. Yeah. They, I mean, they think it's, it was stupid or whatever at the time. So, but yeah, it was nice that I didn't have to do that. Yeah. So I literally have not seen him since my college graduation. Wow. Um, okay. So how did you recover from that? Like, what was your, did you have a healing process or was it just like, it's summer and I'm excited? (laughs) So my recovery actually was very long, um, because I'm a great avoider. Yeah. Uh, so great summer that summer. Um, didn't care. I was getting ready to start a new life in Nashville, moved to Nashville, uh, had a really, like, good time in the beginning, and then 
I think one day I just realized how much I was faking it. Like, I was just going on these stupid dates, and uh, they just were not anything that you expected them to be. And so, probably six months or, like, probably six to nine months, like, after we broke up is when I actually really started, uh, like, recovering. Yeah. And, like, working through the issues and the sadness and the mourning and... uh, It took a long time, and I can honestly say that it was probably almost three years before I can tell you that, like, I was 100% recovered, moved on, over it. I have no issues. I have no ill will. Nothing bothers you. Yeah. I I can now hear a song on the radio that was, like, him and I song, and I don't immediately think of him anymore. That's nice. Yeah. It was a long time, and it was a lot of because I was growing and changing as a person, and I think that played into why it took me so long to recover. Because, like, when I first moved here, I really wasn't dating a whole lot, Mm -hmm. so I wasn't working through any of the whole, like, my ex-boyfriends. I was just focused on finding a job and getting a life here and finding friends. And uh, so it was once I started dating again that I really was like, I don't think I ever really got over this. Yeah. So I I think I can really relate to that because it wasn't until like I was literally kissing another guy and I was like I am not ready for this like this is weird and I do not like you are not yeah this person and I am not cool with that I uh, I I can completely relate I ended up actually so I like to write mm-hmm. uh, so I ended up writing a letter. And um, I actually, like, laid it out really well in my letter. And I was just, like, the first year after we broke up, I hated him. Mm-hmm. The second year, I missed him terribly. And the third year is when I really just kind of started to process the whole thing. And I was like, you know what? We weren't a good fit. We weren't a match. Like, yeah. I can do better. He can do better than me. I was flawed. He was flawed. Um and after, so after writing that letter in about year three where I was just, like, reflecting on the whole thing, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm good. This is it. It's done. Yeah. That's exciting. It is. I feel like writing or talking like this or talking to a therapist or just in, or even just, like, a best friend just helps so much. It and does. I feel like it really helps you to realize how you're feeling, even if you didn't even know you were feeling like that till the yeah. words are coming out of your mouth. Absolutely. Well, you and I bond a lot yeah. over therapy. So. Yeah, right? <laughs> we love We're therapy. therapy sisters. <laughs> but uh, it, it really, it took a long time for me to just get it all out and write it and, yeah. you know, not put blame on anyone. And yeah. It was what it was. That's nice. Yeah. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yep. Did you think that this relationship was like, was it good? Were there things where you realized at the end you were like, what the fuck? Like, Absolutely. So, I mean, I've talked about the whole no ill will. I wish him nothing but the best. Um, but when <laughs> after our relationship, when I had some time to reflect, I definitely realized some things that friends and family had already realized. Yeah. Um, and I don't throw around the abuse word because it really wasn't that. He was just extremely manipulative. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of me, I don't want to make excuses for him, but part of me is because, like, 
understands because we were long distance. Yeah. So we didn't get to see each other all the time and we didn't get to spend a whole lot of time together. Mm-hmm. So I can understand a lot of like his jealousy and yeah. I wasn't like I've always been I have more guy friends than girlfriends and I just relate more to guys. Um and that was something that he just was not okay with. Yeah. And so that was an issue. Um but his manipulation into making me think that everything was always my fault was really something that I realized after we yeah. broke up. And it took me a long time to realize that it wasn't my fault. Like, yes, there were things that I did wrong. Okay, I get that. No Tell me not perfect. to do something. I'm probably going to do it. <laughs> but at the same time, our fights were not my fault every single time. Yeah. Well, I mean, even if you're the worst person, the chances of every single fight being yeah. all your fault are very slim. Absolutely. And it. Uh, he just, he was not, um, at the end of the day... He's really money driven and would would work a job that he hates to make more money. Yeah. And I'm the polar opposite. I want a job that I love even if I have to take a pay cut. So hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I just learned though? Isn't it better if it's like fifteen? Like I know nothing about perfect us. vision. I have Eric. horrible vision. Eric has terrible vision. Let's, I think our let's last. Ask him. The last guest we recorded yeah. was saying that. Yeah. So really, should we say 2020 or should it be changed? The hindsight is 15-15. I don't know. Uh, I feel like the saying is just like everyone understands hindsight 2020 as hindsight's got perfect vision. We should ask an eye doctor. It's too late to change it now. Okay. I can't yet. Any ophthalmologists out there? Man, that word is hard. If there are any Optometrist? Well, what does mine mean? <laughs> I think you're just making up. A, a you're, combining, you're combining some. Optimo- no, I'm optimology. serious. It's something. Optology. Eric, you're on it. Google it. Okay. Op- and then, op- what did you say? Optometrist? That's, that's okay. right. If any of you are eye people out there, let us know. Is 15 better than 20? We really want to know. We do. Even if we can't change the world, we can change this one saying in this one city. Maybe. Or just this podcast. Or, you know, just Eric. I typed in ophthalmologist. Google says showing results for ophthalmologist. That's what I said, right? I had the H on there. I don't know. What's Mm. the difference? There's a lot of research to dive into here. so We'll keep you posted. (laughs) Um, Okay, so. Okay, so you wrote the letter. Yeah. What happened to this letter? (laughs) We need to know, like, the mail trail. Snail mail trail. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so this is a really funny story, and also will give away my secrets that I am a secret FBI agent when it comes to social media stalking. Um, he uh, moved into the exact apartments that we were moving into <laughs> when he did finally go to Florida and go to school. Wow, brilliant. Um, brilliant. And his roommate, who I had known through when we were dating, uh, one day on Snapchat had posted their house number. And it just so happened that I finished this letter um, in, like, the fall. And in October, I was driving through Florida to go on a cruise out of Miami. So I made a little pit stop on our way back. (laughs) And uh, this story is actually really funny, so I'll go ahead and tell you guys. Excellent. Um, so I'm I'm at the door, taping this letter, 
right? I look like I had been on a three-day bender because I basically had been on a three-day bender on a cruise in Mexico. I mean, what else do you do? You drink. Um, so I looked like crap, all right? And so I'm taping the letter to the store. I've got my little getaway driver, a.k.a. my best friend who went on the cruise with me. who's <laughs> driving the car. What are best friends for? Yeah. And so I go to, like, put the final piece of tape on the door on the letter. The door opens. Oh, my God. No. Okay. So the door opens. My face is just, like, pure shock. Oh, God. Because it opens to somebody I don't know. And I'm like, okay, so I know obviously. Man. man. Okay. Man. So I know my, what my ex-boyfriend looks like, obviously. And I know what his we roommate know. looks like because it's his best friend from, like, all growing up. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> hey, oh, also, they're supposed to be in school right now because it's, like, at 11 o'clock on a Friday. Oh, my God. And so I'm standing there. He's staring at him. He's standing there staring at me. And finally, I'm just like, uh, does live here? Nice. Thank you. And he goes, yeah, he's sleeping. Let me go get him. Oh, God. And I was no. like, I freaked out. No, literally. I was like, no, no, no. And I like yelled at this random ass guy in the doorway. And he like turns around. And I'm like, can you just give him this letter Aww. right here? And he's like, this letter's for him. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, are you sure you don't? And I'm like, I'm sure. Please don't wake 100% him up. 100% do not go get him. Oh, my God. Um. So, yeah. So, I give him the letter, and he shuts the door. And, of course, in my head, I'm like, he's going to go give him the letter right now. He's going to wake him up. Like, my ex-boyfriend is about to run out this door (laughs) trying to figure out what blonde is on his front porch. Yeah. So I go to my getaway, to my car, in park, turned off, doors locked. What kind of getaway driver is this? Exactly. I, like, I'm banging on the window. She's unlocking. Oh, she's pulled into the parking spot, too. So, like, she has to back up. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? She has never done this, No, and she's like, well, how was I supposed to know somebody was going to answer the door? And I was like, it doesn't matter. You should have been ready. (laughs) So, we got out of there. Thank goodness. Wow. But, yeah. So, that was the letter. Did he contact you after that? So... I, we went immediately no, and I was like, I'm good. Like, he burned it. He didn't give a shit about it. Cool. I got out what, like, I needed to say. The letter was more for me than it was for him anyway, Mm -hmm. to begin with. Yeah. Um, so this is in October, January, he starts FaceTiming me randomly on Sunday nights, like, evenings, which is never good because I am a... Big Sunday fun day or so nine times out of ten on Sunday evenings, I'm drunk as shit or mm-hmm. hungover. And so I feel like it was not a good time. So, yeah, he uh, he came around a little bit after that. And what was he doing? Like, what was his life like when he started doing that? Like, was he still in school? Did he have he a job? He was still in school. Um, he was still in school in Florida. He had a girlfriend. Hmm. Okay. He had a girlfriend, but he was FaceTiming you? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. He basically had a girlfriend, like, immediately after we broke up. And he's gone through a couple since then. Like, how soon? Uh, so we broke up Memorial Day weekend. He started dating someone on what would have been our anniversary oh. that August. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. My 
Yeah, God. he's a gem. What a little douche fart. Yeah. Oh my god! I mean, maybe you didn't know, cause guys like do yeah. they know? Whatever. After five I, years, you'll freaking know. Yeah, I don't really want to defend him, but like, oh man, it is what it is. What a can't fight it. He is still with that girl, from what I understand. Um, even though he did Facetime me, a couple inappropriate comments here and there. Yikes! Well, and, I mean, was he drunk? No. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna give him a pass. No. Oh, schnikes. Maybe was, once, but not. He, I wouldn't give him a pass. If he was drunk. Well, he shouldn't be facetiming his ex girlfriend. Regardless, <laughs> drunk words true. are s- sober man's thoughts. Very true. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, he eventually did that and didn't last very long. A couple months. But you answered. I would answer. The first time I answered, it was an accident. Um, because. So you guys know like when you turn your iPhone off and then like you turn it back on or if it dies and you plug it back in and it charges and if someone calls you like immediately, it just comes up as a number, not as a name. Oh, yeah, right. So I still am in contact with his sister and their phone numbers are very similar. Yeah. So I had just like gotten out of the shower and my phone had died and plugged it back in and it had been popped back on. And so the number, a, a number that looked similar to his sis, like his sister's, started FaceTiming me. I'm like, oh, it's his sister. So I just swiped it and kept going on because she's in college. And so I just figured she'd start talking. And yeah. That's what she does. And then I hear him go, hello. Because oh he's staring at my ceiling. And I was like, I just, I had no idea what to say. And you're like, like Hello. I was like, what <laughs> is this? Is this a joke? So that was pretty interesting. So it went on, like I said, for a couple months. And occasionally I wouldn't answer. If I was busy, if I was out and, and he called, I wouldn't answer. Yeah. I didn't care. I had nothing emotionally invested into him at this point. And it was just continuing to prove how big of a dick he was and that he hadn't changed. <laughs> so That's always like a nice reassurance. Yeah. It was really nice to know because, you know, you always have that like what if. Yes. And that like I just wanted him to grow up. I just wanted him to get his shit together. I just wanted him to be a man. Yeah. And so the fact that he was FaceTiming me with a girlfriend and acting like the same 18-year-old that he was, I was like, I'm good. Bye. I, I'd made the right call. That's so nice. Yeah. So. What a nice feeling. It was a great feeling. I have something to say, but I'll remember it. So keep going. So you FaceTimed whatever, and yep. then how did, that, how did that stop? Um, Funny story, I found out who his girlfriend was. Um, and his girlfriend was a girl that he swore up and down pretty much our last two years together. Just a friend. She's like my little sister. We just worked together. Nothing would ever become of that. Babe, I promise you have nothing to worry Ew. about. Yep, they're dating. They've been together oh, for a couple shit. of years. So I found what I found bum. that out. And I didn't know. I honestly had no idea um, until I had gone to visit his sister. And she had, like, t- ended up telling me, like, who she was. And I put all the pieces together. And he had FaceTimed me a couple days later. And I was like, don't ever call me again. Did that <coughs> Did that make you... Like, did that bring up your feelings of, like, unhappiness? Or did you feel anything after you no. found out who it was? I was upset, obviously. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I always gave him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And we had had 
some cheating rumors prior to that that he had, like, talked me down from and was like, no, like, they're lying, they're lying. So I do, like, since finding that out, I have questioned more, like, well, were you lying? Yeah, like, right. Did you cheat more like the first time and with her? Mm-hmm. Like, did I have something to worry about? Um, but I, I honestly, I didn't spend too much mind space and time thinking about it. And That's I just good. said, there's no reason for you to be calling me. Like, you're in a happy, committed relationship. Stay that way. I have nothing else to say. That's pretty great. Yeah. And that was March of last year. And I have not, nothing since then wow so which is good because a lot of times when you have someone who's so manipulative they just try and worm their oh my god you know what they're like they're like freaking spam emails you unsubscribe (laughs) from this shit i'm so serious like the last three months i have been so heated about this okay you unsubscribe from stuff like i unsubscribe from sephora yeah and like i forget the other thing oh let it go you know that app where you can sell your stuff that you just need to let go. The commercial? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I signed up for that seriously like six months ago, and I had it for one day, and then I deleted it, and I unsubscribed. Okay. I'm not lying. You still get I emails. just got a Sephora email today, and I got three let it go emails in the last five yep. days. And I'm like, what do you, like, what do you not how understand does this about happen? unsubscribe? Yeah, how does this happen? Like, they try to worm their way back into your life, yeah. like, thinking you won't really think anything of it. Yeah. And then it's like, bam. And that's fully. My whole inbox is full. Probably fully what he was doing, because when we did talk, like, it was super light. Like, yeah. we didn't fight. It was, yeah. That's funny, too, because, like, those a lot of times those emails will say stuff like, we haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah. <laughs> well, no shit. I unsubscribe. I don't want to hear from you. Yeah, like, like I get them from Dollar Shave Club because I like stopped getting razors because I like grew um, out my beard. And they're like, hey, haven't you haven't ordered in a while? Like, what's going on? You okay? That's what you say. I decided yeah. to keep my facial hair. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back to what I thought of a minute ago okay but you actually just brought it up again so you're still friends with his sister i am okay very very close with his sister let's go into that much to his dismay explain this to me um so when we dated his sister was in middle school um and like as we were dating like all throughout my college so his sister was in high school and we broke up um right before her senior year which is, like, I would basically, I was just around for, like, a very shaping time in yes. her life. Um, she's an incredible athlete, and he, like, supported her, but, like, supported her mentally, not as far as, like, showing up to games. Yeah. Um, and so I went to anything, anytime I could. And uh, I have a little brother, and he had quit sports when uh, I was... Like, when he was pretty young. And so she was kind of the only, like, sibling, and I'm using air quotes, <laughs> that mm-hmm. I had um, that was still involved in sports. Yeah. And basically, I was just, like, we were just close. I was just there. I was around. I was interested in her and what she did and um, her thoughts. And so uh, when we broke up, his family had said, like, we're not going to let our relationship with her go. Um, and so... It's a little awkward with his parents, and they mean well, and they're the best yeah. people in the world, you know. But they're 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 pro their son, like they're yeah. on his team, and I get that. And I would never in a million years have them try to choose. 
I would never even ask them for that. And I, I stay very, like, gone. I don't text them all the time. They, yeah. they reach out to me. Um, I try to go see her play outside of the Kentucky area because, like, if he wants to go watch her in Kentucky, that's his right as his sister. Yeah. Um, but overall, I'm just – I love her. She's, like, the little sister I didn't know I wanted. And, um, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're just pretty close. That's kind of nice. It is. It's. I think it's hard for them, um, and it's. It is hard for her because she still yeah. really wants us back together. And finally, I actually just saw her last weekend, and had to be like, "I've moved on. He's moved on. It's time for you to move on. Aww. Like you need to let it go." That's so sad. It is very sad. It is. But and it's something that you don't really think about. Like their family invests in you. Oh, I was so. So close with their family because yeah. when I when we started dating was when I was living in, at UK and uh, like they were my family there. Like mm-hmm. when I got sick, his mom came to my dorm Aww. to take care of me or like to bring me medicine yeah. or things like that. So it, I was very, very close with them from the very early on. That's such a hard tie to break. It is. It is. And he um, he did not want us to stay in contact and that's the difference is like because I have a brother that's similar age to his sister and him and my brother were very close and I told my brother and him I was like remain friends like he's a role model to you I was like it's different than him being my boyfriend I'm like if you guys want to continue to communicate I like don't involve me but I don't care yeah and that was where we were very different is he was very adamant that they were to cut ties with me. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of, I can relate to that. I can relate to both sides of that. When I was in middle school, um, my sister was, my sister's seven years older than me, and she was dating this guy. And I referred to him as my brother. Like, I loved him and I loved his family. And she was like, done. She was like, I'm not speaking to any member of his family. Like, I need you to stop talking to him. Because this was when Facebook was like, yeah. And you could, or was it I am? I can't remember. Somehow I was contacting him. It was probably freaking MySpace, to be honest. (laughs) Somehow we were like still talking. And my sister was like, I cannot have you doing this because he's just using you to get to me. But I'm such a middle schooler. Like, I don't fucking know. I think that he actually likes me. Who knows? Yeah. He could have actually wanted a relationship. But anyway. I can relate to that side of, like, having to cut ties without wanting it. But then when I went through my breakup, like, I didn't want to cut ties. Yeah. Like, I had spent four years with this family. Yeah. And it has been such a hard balance. And I don't think he really cared if I was still in contact because when him and I were dating, his parents were still in contact with the girlfriend before me. Yeah. So, like, he was like, okay, whatever. But, like, even just a couple weeks ago, one of his family members messaged me on Facebook that I haven't spoken to in literally two years. Like, what is, what's up? What are you doing? Like, how are you? And I'm like, I can't even look at your name without feeling things. Yeah. Like, please don't. I can't talk to you. I get it. So, in the beginning, and using is not, like, I was never using her mm-hmm. to get back with him. Like, I yeah. was the one that ended things. Yeah, that would be more of the manipulator side, I think. Yeah, and so, um, 
But in the beginning, it was hard to talk to them because it was just, you know, an extension of him. Yeah. But now, like, I'm so, comp- like, compartmentalized, like, distanced myself from him. Yeah. Like, I forget, like, I just think of him as another part of their family, not my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And, but you, you hit the nail on the head when you were talking about, like, balance. It's yeah. a very hard balance to navigate. And, like, his mom will still refer to him as, like, he he who shall remain nameless. And finally, I had to be, like, you can say his name. I won't break. Like, I'm not going to start crying at the ball field. Like, I'm good. I'm so good. You can say his name. I want to know that he's doing well. Like, Like I said, I'm so moved past it. Yeah. I'm not to a point of ill will anymore. Like, I just... If he's happy, I'm happy. We're good. That's good. Yeah. I feel like you're right. It goes from, in the beginning, you're like, all I want to do is ask about him. Yep. And then, so it's an interesting journey that you go all the way to, like, I hope he's doing well. Like, Yeah. So now I want to ask about him, not because, like, I can't, like, I don't, because I want to know. It's just because I I care that he's doing well. Yeah. So. I love that. It's interesting. This is so exciting, too, because I'm not totally there yet, like. I still have ill will. Yeah. It's okay. Um, it takes I, three it takes years. Lo- I know. It it's took only me been three, two for me. Yeah. I told you. <laughs> three been- Year three is when I really, like, just epiphany, epiphany. I got it. I understood yeah. it. I, yeah. Yeah. It well, was- I'm so, it's like looking into the future. I'm excited <laughs> to get to where you Absolutely. are. Absolutely. And, like. I miss his family, so I would love to one day be able to reach out and be like, how are you? I hope you're okay. Yeah. But at this point, I I mean, that's not possible right now, but I hope one day it will be. You'll get there. Yeah. Or you won't, and that's okay, too. Yeah. Like, there's nothing in the rule book that says you have to keep communicating with them. Um, It was just a decision that we've made, and honestly, we made it more for her sister. Yeah. Because I wasn't turning my back on her, regardless. Yeah. Really we have kind. to we have to balance because she has chosen to keep me in her life and vice versa. Yeah. That's yeah. a really kind thing yeah. to do. I hope so. Do you have anything over there to say? Um, I think when it comes to something like that, you just kind of have to make a decision of if it's benefiting anybody. Yeah. Like if, if you're, you have a great relationship with his little sister, obviously that's beneficial for both of you. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, like... There's, like, science that says humans can only really maintain, like, a hundred relationships at a time. Mm-hmm. So, it, like, if, if there's no point, if there's no point yeah. to keep in contact with yeah. that family, then they're not, they're probably not worried about it. Yeah. And you shouldn't be either. So, to say that, like, I, originally, I was still extremely close with his sister and his mom. Um, and his mom and I would still communicate pretty often. Now, uh, we, and it's not, it just kind of is how it happened. Yeah. Like, we just, we have nothing really to talk about. And we, we're fine when we're together, like, in person. Like I said, I just saw them last weekend. Um, but I don't hear from her via text very often or anything like that. Um, and it's kind of one of those things, like, the benefit is for his sister. Yeah. And so I've kind of let go of everything else. And my relationship is with her. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, after all that, now you are? 
single. I am. And it's about to be summer again. I know. This is great. This is great. And I'm not running from anything this summer. I'm yes. not hiding. I'm not trying to find a new life. Like this, I feel like this could be the summer. Maybe. Dude, I am pumped. I mean, I might have thought it was going to be last summer too, because let's be real. But uh, I have a friend that's like every new year, he's like, all right, this is my year. 2018 is my year. Yeah, so I never yeah. say that. I really never, not about that. Um, so the ex's birthday was New Year's Eve. Oh, so I'm God. not a New Year's fan at all. But wow. I feel like what a curse. mentally, I'm in a really good place. I have great friends. I have a great living situation. I have a great job. Men, like, I'm over my relationship. I kind of know what I want, what I'm mm-hmm. looking for. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. Who knows? Who freaking are you, knows? Are you a app dater or a, so I have Bumble. Or everything? Yeah. I do have Bumble. Um, Why don't you have Tinder? Honestly, I don't remember. So I had both. For a while, and then my New Year's resolution last year was to give up dating uh, for six months from January till July. I think I remember that. Yeah, from January to July, um, I was really trying to focus on myself, better myself, job-wise, creative-wise, and uh, I got rid of all of the apps. And then, like, I got rid of my profiles, too, and I just deleted the app because that's different. Yeah, it is different. (laughs) And so, uh, when... It when is. I, Wait, hold if on, you just me, like delete the app from your phone, yeah. your profile is still on there. Let me just interject. Okay, so I had a Bumble profile and then I deleted it because I hated it. And also I was like seeing somebody and I got this. So I got a new phone and I got a text from a number that I didn't have anymore. It's like, look who I found. And it's my freaking Bumble profile picture. And I'm like. Oh my God, how am I on there? And who is this? (laughs) How do you have my number? Like, who are you? Anyway, yeah, if you delete the app, it does not delete your profile. You have to actually delete your profile. So just word to the wise out there. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, one of your your significant others, like, hey, my friend saw you on Bumble. That's why. Wow. Okay, keep going. But so, yeah, when I started dating again, honestly, it's a freaking job. Like, yeah. to be on these apps, like, you have to monitor this shit. On Bumble, you have a timeline mm-hmm. where you can respond. Like, so, I just, I don't have the heads, like, if you know me at all, there are days where I disconnect for, like, days, and I just don't touch my phone. So, I was like, having both apps was just too much, and I think, I think, personally, Tinder does have a rep, a more of a hookup reputation. Yeah. Bumble seems to be a little more serious, um, so I just picked Bumble and went with it. Well, Although, plus you're more in control. I hate being the one to message first. Really? See, that's why I, I hated it, too. I don't like it, and the thing is, is I open with the same damn thing every time, so I don't know why I hate it, but... It's vulnerability. It's, like, you just yeah. are so... You put yourself out there. I would hate to be a guy. And I think, like... I love it. Time wise, I love Bumble. Yeah. I like Bumble way better. It makes me feel like way less gross. <laughs> like when I used to try to use Twitter, I would like do it. Where? You mean Tinder? Uh, Tinder, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I would try Tinder, I would like be on there for like five minutes and like 
swipe right, swipe left, 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 right, right. And then after a second, I would just be like, this is so weird like, yeah. that I'm doing this. But with Bumble, like I can do it and then I don't have any responsibility. Like, Afterwards. Yeah, yeah like, don't. like the girl can message me or not. And yeah. that's so it true. Just, it feels, I don't know, it just feels less gross to me because the girl okay. has the, right, has the well, control. That's, that's, I like that. I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I open with, um, what are your feelings on tacos? Every single time. Also, occasionally I will use, do you like Mexican food? Because I could make you my Bay Rito. (laughs) If that's not the cutest (laughs) freaking thing you've ever heard, turn Turn this off. Yes. Please revert back to earlier in this podcast when I said (laughs) that tomorrow is my Christmas because it's Cinco de Mayo and I love tacos and tequila. This is what (laughs) lives for. Yes. It is. I am. I am so pumped for tomorrow. Do you want to rally with us? We're gonna have to like take naps, and then we can go meet them for Mexican. Maybe at least like for maybe. chips I'll and just, salsa we'll and one margarita. Posted. Where are you going? Uh, we don't know yet. Hmm. It's a spur of the moment. It's a all a, day event. The day is our oyster. Where it's gonna <laughs> take me? Well, it's not our <laughs> oyster. It's. Your oyster. Yeah, yes, I work at mine. I yeah. work eight hours tomorrow. I'm yeah. gonna need at least three hours to just be completely alone afterwards. Yeah, I get yeah. that. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. So. But yeah. Okay. I forgot that I was <laughs> leaving this person. <laughs> just like staring into space. <laughs> so yeah. That's okay. It. All right. Yeah, cool. Right. So okay, let me turn my page here. I have notes. Oh, okay. So now is where I thank you. Okay, well, you're welcome. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, you're so welcome. You may have driven me here. (laughs) Yes, I did. I kidnapped her and bribed her with Diet Coke. But it turns out, you guys, if you're into Diet Coke and if you're into Diet Coke, you know about the new flavors they have. Maybe be hesitant when you buy ginger lime. Yeah. Just buy the one. The one. Don't buy the 12 pack. Don't buy the pack of a billion because... You'll probably be disappointed. Yeah. But definitely buy the cherry. The feisty cherry is killer, in my opinion. That's what I've heard. Um, Okay. Well, this was really exciting. If we have any follow-up questions, I'll just kidnap you again. Perfect. A different flavor of Diet Coke. Love questions. Um, We'll probably want to talk to you more about dating and your Bumble dates. Good stuff. All kinds of things Love like that. To talk also, about those. if you ever, I have some really good ones. Yeah, if you ever see Eric on Bumble, just swipe right. Swipe so right. You can chat together. So I do have a tendency, like if I see someone I know, I always swipe right, just as a joke. Just to see, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. because, like, I know you, so it's like whatever. Hey, <laughs> hey, I just want you to know you are swipe right worthy. There you go. Make someone's day. All right, I'm gonna open with tacos. That's it. (laughs) I hope everyone enjoys tacos this Cinco de Mayo. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Any freaking time. I'll be back. Anything to say? He's shaking his head now. All right, kids, that's it. 